Welcome back, everybody. My name is Chad Brock. And I'm Zach Baylor. You're watching or listening to the Orion Podcast. What is up? Welcome back. Let me turn my ringer off here. That's always nice when you're hosting a podcast and it's like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, I was trying to remember to grab everything I needed when I came down here tonight. It's been too long. I forgot how to do it. No, you ain't forgotten nothing. You ain't forgotten nothing. I mean, tablets all jacked up. I got notes and notifications everywhere where i just leave it on <laughs> so man yeah you've you missed the last step so you've been gone you've been to i've disneyland. been going i've been gone disneyland, for a while. Disneyland. disney world disney world i stay disney out of california disney world california <laughs> florida been around dude i've been to red yeah. crest Bassmaster classics happened um but yeah man like some super serious stuff is going on we've got JK Fun Tours, you're getting close to heading to. I've got to go to California at the beginning yeah, you of May. Gotta go so. to California. Yeah. So, yeah. The only, hey. the only, one of the only reasons I want to go out there, and that's the big Reading Western Classic trail shoot. So it's going to be. Dude, I looked at April there. and it was like, you know, like the anxiety that April was coming and the madness was like fully beginning, like started creeping in, started creeping in. And now it's like yeah. it's freaking April. And now it's like, Wednesday nighters, Thursday nighters, and yeah, fishing derbies. USA Bass and Jackson Kayak Trail is kicking off in Indiana this weekend, so I got to get in on that action and get out there for it. So, be at the fine Potoka Reservoir this this coming weekend with the uh, one Mr. Yeah. Josh Gilbert. That'll be good. That'll be, be good to get back down there and see the old girl and how she's doing. She's doing pretty good. Last time I checked on her a few weeks ago, <laughs> you seen the picture. She's where the good. Sixers come from. It's where the Sixers come from. I'm going to a different spot though. I'm going to my. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna burn it down. I've already we'll decided. In, we'll be in town this weekend, so I might try and swing by it. Yeah, I got you. Got a pile of stuff over there in the corner. Yeah. I'll make room. I'll make room in the truck. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, it's not a big a, pile, but it's a pile gonna be a short trip a little friday saturday sunday drive back monday so it'll be uh i might get over swap out some cards and drop some mineral in front of the cameras on friday if i get a minute and then saturday sunday's pretty much running gun with kids and the easter egg hunting and whatnot so should be dry dude it should be dry we're supposed to get some rain tomorrow and then it's supposed to dry out i'm looking forward to it 80 balmy degrees here today which yeah, is it, uh, fantastic they were forecasting rain every day here this week and I'm I'm glad it's not rained to drop yet. It uh, and you're gonna 70, get a, 70 something here today, so it's really nice out. You'll get to officially meet the nephew. Yeah, yep. Officially, yeah. Lacey, uh, wife flew out to Colorado and and saw the first nephew a couple yep. weeks ago, which is why I wasn't on here because I was single parenting that day. And uh, yeah, we'll see the the second new nephew when we go home this weekend. So it'll be good. That will be good, man. That'll be a good time. So, a few items. Podcast toasters eat ice. Can you tell? Yeah, that's that's good for audio. Little that's ASMR. good, for, great for audio. Little, a little static, little, little static. Little little, AS, real professional, little, real professional. AS, ASMR ice crunching. It's okay. I work at Jackson Kayak. Um, <clears throat> so, a little housekeeping for you guys. You know, we've got uh, Orion coolers. Got a new one dropping got a brand new theme dropping 
actually going to be launching several themes throughout the summer. You remember last year we did the 55 quart Orion cooler uh, in the earth color. Everything went to Tennessee clean. Oh, right there. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. The, the cooler. Yeah, it's always okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping more of the 55s in some different colorways. I'm going to go to different foundations um, that we've picked out over the summer. Um, all of us in the marketing department of Jackson Kayak have kind of got something that we want each cooler to go to. And you'll be able to see the themes as we progress throughout the summer of some of these special limited edition Orion 55s that are coming out once. You'll be able to see them real soon at jacksonkayak.com. So stay watching for that. Um, cool accessories. We got cool accessories. The new underseat bag, multi box, rod stagers, Kusa X, NAR FD. Man, there's just like stuff flying out everywhere from Jackson Kayak as far as accessories. Some of those new items uh, hitting the airwaves there. So check all those out as well at jacksonkayak.com. Pick up some new swag. We got new hats, not the visor. I'm the only one with the visor. Um, so we got new hats. We got new shirts. Check them out. Get yourself some. Um, we've got better shipping rates too right now because sweet yeah we fixed that uh, that's so, uh that's good considering how expensive shipping has gotten lately yeah fifty dollars for a t-shirt just wasn't working so we went back to the drawing board and uh, we got the price on t-shirts down uh zipro zipro lithium batteries or jacuzzi um <laughs> zipro lithium batteries keeping zach and i Pumped up on power for all our fishing um, adventures this year uh, while we're out filming and doing the different things that we do. So stoked on Z-Pro. Um, Basco fishing. Basco fishing. Great, fresh swag. Pick some up. Bascofishing.com. Get you an only bass t-shirt. Get you an only bass hoodie. Whatever you want. Hood, no hood. Get some fresh. Get some, get some solid colors like mine. I like, I prefer solid cup. It's just my jam. It's just my jam. Yeah. So anyway, that's the, that's the housekeeping. We appreciate you guys being on here. We've got a special guest tonight. Um, he is, I'm, I'm going to say of Instagram fame. He just kind of blew up. He's got a heck of a following. And he posts some really, really. He's got some, he's got some funny stuff on there. He does got some funny stuff. He's, He's uh, genius-minded. How's that sound? Genius-minded. I like it. I like it. Oh. From the great state of Oklahoma, I'd like to introduce the one, the only, Mr. Bait and Bougie. What's up, man? <laughs> Zach would love to take that button from me, dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to sneak come. in while I'm home and hide it. <laughs> him, him and my wife get together. That button will be gone. No, man. How is, uh, <laughs> how is the weather out in the western part of the Midwestern? Oh, man. The weather is uh, a roll of the dice every day. You know, today it was yeah. really nice, but a little bit cloudy. And then just the wind picked up out of nowhere. I mean, of course, the wind right out here. Springtime, that's all you're going to be dealing with. But it... It's the warming trend is finally here, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's time. It's time to start hitting that water. Water temps are up probably around 60. Fishing them derbs. Fishing them derbs. Time to go. Mm -hmm. It is time to go, man. So, dude, like tradition with Orion Podcast. This is a podcast where we find out a little bit more about our guest. And I got to ask you, dude, just like I ask everybody that's here. How did you get started in the outdoors? How did the outdoors find you as a human being? What brought you here? Well, it was one of those, I was kind of born into it. So my father was a big time sports fisherman. Like that, that's what he did. That was his thing. I was uh, born and raised up until 18. I lived in San Diego. And mm -hmm. so it's just the, the sport fishing, the, the saltwater fishing was just intense. That was just pretty much everything my father did, you know, except for going to my, my sporting events was surrounded around fishing. So I really kind of just, you know, I was just around it all the time. I, I, you know, you hear those stories of being a young kid with that Snoopy pole, right? That Snoopy Zebco. Oh, it's I, hanging on the wall, bro. I, I was one of those kids, you know, <laughs> and it's amazing how many people, when you grow up with that, it just kind of translates or continues on, uh, through adulthood. But I actually stopped fishing, you know, once I kind of became a teenager, 
and I was doing my own thing, rather play football, rather got into cars and stuff like that. Girls. Uh, you know, that chasing them, right? <laughs> Not uh, not chasing yellowtail, but you know other stuff. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. You. <laughs> I hear you. Been there. Uh, and then I, uh, you know, I joined the army. So it wasn't. So 2007, my father passed, and I did not mm -hmm. pick up a rod and reel for a long, long time. Like I couldn't even use his stuff. I just hit me, right. hit me real bad. But uh, 2017, I want to say, I was in the process of medically retiring out of the army and I moved back to Oklahoma in 2016 mm -hmm. and here in Oklahoma, we're real lucky. There's tons of body bodies of water all over. I mean, just in our little housing development, there's three ponds, mm -hmm. right? And then you have all kinds of ponds, lakes. I mean, great place to be, to be an outdoorsman, to be an angler, especially. So picked it back up, started doing it again. And uh, yeah, here I am. Nice, dude. Nice. So talking about, you know, what are some of your big memories of, of being out in San Diego and chasing those, those surf fish, man? Was you on boat or was you fishing surf or just kind of all of it? A uh, little bit of both, you know, pier, not so much surf fishing, but mainly a lot of pier fishing, a lot of mm -hmm. uh, uh, going off the rocks in the bay. And then also being on a boat, both from your regular, maybe 16 to 17 footers all the way up to your 20, 30, 27, 30 footers, all the way up mm -hmm. to your party boats, you know, your, your rigs going out for uh, three day trips, but probably the craziest, uh, you know, a lot of times they call it bass anglers crazy, but those guys, when you're on a boat for three to 14 days, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like the first day is just going, I mean, that's a yeah. different breed, you know, you yeah. gotta, you gotta love it. That's not your, Hey, I like to catch a fish and take a picture of it for Instagram. I mean, that's, that's you're, yeah. driven. you're driven. Yeah. So that, I, that's I, my biggest one. Yeah. I talked to a, a guy frequently now. He, he lives out in Cali. We kind of met through hunting and stuff, but he works on one of those boats as, you know, a, a guide and stuff. And yeah, when they go out, I mean, it's, it's usually a couple week trip and it's just nonstop. Dude, it's nonstop, like all day and all night. You don't know what you might be laying down in your rack and all of a sudden, you know, they're, Everyone's yelling, you know, fish on, fish on. So you jump out, you know, you're grabbing <laughs> oh, it all times of day and night. So that, that was crazy. That was, that was really a crazy, crazy experience. But uh, one I treasure with my father. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So after the military, you, you've, you know, you, you finally picked up fishing again. And so like, how did your path, I mean, obviously your path has kind of came via social media. Did you ever expect, how did it happen? And did you ever like expect this? No, <laughs> never expected. So not even being in the fishing industry, not being what's called a, an influencer or a creator or whatever you want to call it. I, that is not even something I even think could happen, nor was it one of my goals. It just wasn't in the cards for me. Uh, but my son, when I was fishing, he said, why don't you just start an Instagram? And this was back in 2016, 17 when you can just post pictures with like 80 oh, different yeah. hashtags and still be able to, right. you know, grow. Get some uh, reach before, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. all that. And then, so I did it, you know, and I reached a thousand, like really relatively fast. And then that's when, uh, I was just a consumer mm -hmm. on the side of, of, for, for casking. And so that went from being a consumer to, Hey, saying, Hey, you know, Thought I was cool back then. Hey, I got 1,100 followers. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we'd love to have you on the team. Right. And so uh, became a brand ambassador, then became a manager over the brand ambassadors. And then mm -hmm. when they figured out I left my job, I was working for the Bureau of Land Management as a federal oil field inspector. Once I left that job, they said, hey, we'd love to bring you on board. And so it's kind of just what happened. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome, man. That's a cool story. I mean, it just shows that it's all not for nothing. I think, right? In that, in that space of social media, with, with I, all the with all the negative that can come with social media, it has opened up some new career paths and opportunities for a lot of guys who have put in the time, and you know, for the most part, just really stay true to themselves and what they do, and and just having a passion for the outdoors and just sharing it with everybody. Absolutely. 
Now, did you ever feel like that, you know, this, the, did you ever expect the outdoor industry was what it is once you got in? I mean, um, well, it's changing. It is. You know, so I'm relatively new to being really inside the industry. But, uh, yeah, you know, because you, you always know that what you see, there's there's people behind the curtains making the moves, big time names, movers and shakers where they, you know, they give the ultimate yes or no's. But mm-hmm. nobody really knows who they are outside of the industry. So you yep, see a I- lot of that and you see a lot of uh, uh, it kind of exposes how stagnant the market really was and the ones that aren't going to take social media influencers and creators seriously are the ones that are going to just kind of fall by the wayside and the ones that Mm -hmm. are hitting it correctly, not just a hundred percent, but hitting it correctly. uh, Right. You're seeing, those are the ones that are you seeing grow. Yeah. 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 And I I was, I was chatting with somebody yesterday on the terms of hitting it correctly and, and choosing the correct guys to represent your brand and your company you've really got to be able to weed through the BS in terms of, okay, how long's how long has this guy actually been shooting archery per se? And he's got 16.7 thousand followers. He's only posted 65 times. Mm-hmm. Something's not adding up here. This guy's probably not as legit as what his numbers look. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. whereas a lot of companies just pop open his account Okay, he's got sixteen point seven thousand. Let's write him a contract and get him on staff when he may not be a right fit for the company at all. Mm. Yeah. That's... Now that's one of the pluses of, of social media. I think it for a lot of people that say, "Oh, we put too much is out there." I think it really exposes a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're able to really expose. Are you really an angler, or are you or are you just doing it for for you know the clout? You know, yeah. so you can really investigate and then you can kind of see, you know, and this dude is comes off as a real D bag online. Well, he probably <laughs> is, you know what I mean? And you meet yeah. him. Yeah. You meet yeah. Him. yeah. Yeah. And it takes when you meet him face to face at a show or something, it takes about 30 seconds <laughs> to realize what it you're does. actually working with. And I think and Jose, I want this is kind of like a question slash statement, I guess. Like I remember my first time going to ICAST and I remember walking down the aisles and seeing the anglers and seeing Mike Iaconelli whisked away behind a, behind a curtain to get a deal done with so-and-so or mm-hmm. whatever. But then, you know, other anglers approaching a smaller booth and, and seeing those interactions. And it's just like, it's intense, especially when an angler's like, Oh, this is really nice. And he, you know, tries to drum up that conversation. And the 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 business, the small business, is like, well, we really can't afford to do anything major right now. And then I mean, it's like all of a sudden the conversation dies. Angler walks away and not putting yeah. anybody on the spot, but it's it's real and it happens. I mean, it, it can be intense, man. Yeah. It it definitely can. And yeah, that's you know, you brought that up. So, you know, for people that my last year was my first eye cast. Um, it was just finally where things kind of lined and they said, you need to be there. And I had just, like you said, the, the meetings. So that's a big thing, mm-hmm. like how important those meetings are. Cause at the casting booth, we had this gigantic tower with the yep. meeting room inside of the tower. Right. So it was like constantly just like this person, this executive, you know, this angler, this, and it's like, what are they doing here? Why do they have a meeting? You know, it's, everything's happening behind those closed doors. It's, it's amazing what happens behind the closed doors and at these shows. Yeah. And and I think even the other two shows now are getting to that level, you know, the red crest and the Bassmaster classic um, are getting to the level of ICAST. If not probably, probably passing it by before not too long. Yeah, I think so. And especially a lot of people, whether they're a creator or whether they're a professional or trying to make it, they don't, they have to realize now how important those face-to-face conversations are becoming. Yeah. Especially for the brand. If a brand wants to invest in you, they're investing in, in you as a person. So that face-to-face, that talking, that networking is, uh, you know, that's not gone away. And that's super, super important in this industry. I've realized that over the past couple of years. Yeah. It's extremely invaluable. No, I mean, 
there there's relationships I still have today that I've had for going on seven, eight years now that I, I would not have those if we had to do it through DM or email or, or less formal forms of communication. And sure. That's how we keep up now uh, via email. I may only chat with a guy once a year, but from that initial one-on-one conversation, he knows who I am. He knows what I'm about and knows what the brand's about and what we're able to provide for the company. And he's, you know, he's still willing to make that investment in us because he knows it's, it's it's a two-way street it's a relationship with a company as far as a brand partnership and we're looking to you know be mutually beneficial and not just some guy showing up hand out kick me some product and then you never see or hear from him again no you know he just never again pieces of a free year and then he was gone no for sure yeah and i think maybe some of that's changing just a little bit because i think there's there's probably better stipulations now than there was back a few years ago, I think for most, most brands. Um, now, as far as cast King goes, you guys had big news at freaking Bassmaster classic, man. Yeah. You, you know, the signing of Bill Vance. Yeah. You know, and, uh, a household name, yeah. right? Just bottom line. You don't even know even anything about fishing, but people know who, who Bill Vance is. Yeah. Yeah, and you, I mean, dude, that's that's just huge, and that says a lot uh, about Cast King and how how much Cast King is is rising to the top of the ranks um, with, you know, all the other gear that's out there on the on the market. You know, that Zach actually messaged me today. We was talking about something, and he he come across the reel of of one of your sling packs that you guys have got. He's like, that's so cool. I, that's I need that. And it yeah, was like got my name all over it. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> Hey, yeah, that is cool. I mean, so, I mean, people are noticing and that's cool. I mean, it's showing up here and Bill dance, dude. How was that? Yeah, that's huge. Uh, that was incredible. And that's not something we, so we did not go after Bill dance. Didn't even know that he was leaving string. I mean, he was with string longer than I've been alive. You know, and that's for 40 something years. He was, he was with them. Uh, it just all came just through a conversation and then they said oh well let's introduce you to this person and then that it, it just came into a, our president stayed a few days with him at his in hometown and uh yeah but signing of him that is yeah that ruffled a lot of feathers you know what i mean because he, he could have went he could have went anywhere and believe me oh, we're, yeah. not, we're not mm. uh we don't have the money where we're just throwing it right you know yeah. we're, we're but at the same time we're a small challenger brand mm-hmm. so we can do different things we can invest in different stuff we can go through avenues that that uh you know a, a bigger company wouldn't necessarily take we could take those yeah. risks and you can see it you can see it at the shows you can see people mm-hmm. coming to us you can see people coming up to me and saying you guys are the best booth you guys are the most welcoming you guys yeah. you know everything you guys are so great i mean you know chad you saw the traffic even though the traffic wasn't big for the yeah. show, the traffic at our booth was pretty consistent. Well, and there was with your guys's booth, and this is, I think, a very important statement. There was somebody there to help you at all times. You know, if, if somebody stood at a section where the rods are, you had two different um, areas, three different areas where there was rods. And, you know, there was always somebody on the move to make sure that whoever was there got some kind of help, got some kind of answer with any question that they had. And I think that was important, you know, whereas some booths, especially, you know, we're always dressed nice. We've all got our button up shirts on and, and that's, that's difference. We've got our name tags, but you can walk through some booths and people will look you off. Yeah. They don't even mm-hmm. acknowledge you. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they do. You like, yeah. You're just another that's... person through. You don't have a name tag. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the difference in the smaller cumbric company in an industry that large that is still hungry and trying to gain more market share right every customer means something to that smaller company where these larger industry giants that have been around a long time they know they're going to make sales they may not necessarily feel like they need to go speak to every single person that comes in their booth anymore right because they they feel like they've made it and they're you know they're an industry icon or or, or a staple or, <laughs> or what may ha- you know what have you the smaller companies, I mean, every person that comes in that booth it means the world to them because they're there to see the product they work so hard to put out there on the on the shelves and on the tables for folks to see and put in their hands. 
and that extends beyond you know just that show that mm-hmm. right a lot of you know i don't want to speak exactly on what bill dance's relationship with them was but you know it was along the lines of what i've continuously heard they blow us off they don't take care of us they don't email us they don't return our emails they don't return my phone calls and this is something that has been consistently said to me so like we we when we signed james elam at bass pro tour uh pro I went to his, so he's about an hour and a half away from me. I went up to his house. We hung out, uh, you know, shoot some, shot some content. And he was just so amazed that I took time out of my day to meet with him. And I'm like, like, this is all I know. You know, this is all I know. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed, you're our pro. I'm supposed to take care of you. You need something here. Let's shoot some videos. Do some, you know, and it was just, this is something I'm continuously hearing. And that's why I talk about some companies being stagnant and just being like, you know, we don't got to well, do all that small stuff. There's still yeah. a place. I mean, even though that social uh, pages are harder than ever to reach without spending money. Big time. Big time. Um, there's still a place in 2023 for grassroots guerrilla marketing. And I mm-hmm. think what the, kayak industry shares a lot with someone like cast king is the fact that yes we've been here for a while but we're still elevating we're still climbing we're still having to be personal like you know jackson kayak does the fun tours you know where we're popping up at okc which is a dealership near you um and we'll have a fun tour out there uh we've got a crew actually coming out that way before long and they're going to do a pop-up uh the whitewater team is going to be there do some demos, talk about kayaking, drink some beers and send them home with some pizza. I mean, that's, that's just, there's still a place for in-person grassroots marketing, guerrilla grassroots marketing. And I think it, I think it's the wave, man. I I can, I can tell just like you after being at Redcrest, the sales and that came from those interactions. And we got to visually see that those, hands-on moments transpiring to the sell through um, through our dealer that we worked with was, it was magnificent and it was, it was humbling and appreciative at the same time. I think that's the right wording. So yeah, I think 2023, man, there's still, still a place for somebody like casking and, and what you guys are doing. I think that's huge. Yeah, appreciate that. And uh, yeah, that's what, it's kind of the way we take it. We treat everyone, you know, uh, we treat everyone with respect, treat everyone as family. And, uh, you know, we have a rule. You step as a consumer or whoever, even at ICAST, whoever, they step foot on that market. You have three seconds to interact with that person. And yeah. at ICAST, you know, ICAST is different. I mean, it's not about sales. It's about, it's about dealer interaction. Dealer interaction. Yeah. Or they could be, you know, a lot of, you know, see a lot of them, they turn their, uh, badges around so you don't see that they're a buyer or something like that you know because they don't Mm -hmm. want people to gouge them so but Mm -hmm. that one interaction that one handshake that one whatever can turn into so much more so that's why we we do that we we take pride in that people come and say you guys are the the best reps that we've had out here you get us you talk to us you're so inviting and Mm -hmm. we take that to heart that's how that's how we're gonna win that's how we're gonna win yeah it, it's like throwing a kid that's standing on the bank a bag of baits and being like, here you go, buddy. Same thing. Yeah, it's funny you said that last day. Uh, so I let one booth hold a, those combos we were blowing out for three for a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he just had one because he was doing he had his like his rod sock on it. And I was walking past him and he's like, hey, I still have this combo. I was like, oh, crap. Like everything's sold, everything's gone. So I saw his right. family, gave it to this kid, and that the way him and his parents lit up by me giving him that combo, mm-hmm. I mean that was the most amazing thing. And so, That's like awesome, you said, man. that one time, like I just turned around and said, "Hey, kid, here, here's a gift," and he just, I mean, they were just yelling and jumping, and it was a, I was like, it took me by surprise. I was like, oh gosh, but like you said, you know, those one interactions, you know, I could change change a kid's life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Zach, Zach and I have both seen it. We've done, uh, I remember our first kayaks, and I don't know how much you remember this, Zach. We we actually spent a whole day out in the rain with these kayaks sitting underneath mm-hmm. the gazebo, just, 
just talking about the kayaks to kids and fishing and different things like that. And it quit raining and then we'd run out and fish and then another spring rain had come in and I had a, I'd lost my hatch lid off my kayak and my kayak was filling up with water. It was just, a, <laughs> it was a nasty day, but yeah. you know, that was cool. I mean, and you know, it, these kids are probably graduating. <laughs> high school by now zach uh long past that i would imagine gosh feels like forever ago it has been but you know it's just those interactions i think they go a long way and i've seen it you know through a few kids in my local area just talking about fishing trying to be a good example online and i think man seeing them fishing now and and doing the high school tournaments and stuff like that it's just it's really cool it's really cool to know that i had just maybe a small part if anything. So now moving on the sport. So it it is, we're all stewards. Um, Moving on a little bit. What do you guys got coming up? Anything good? Anything good at Casking? Top song. <laughs> Orion podcast special release. Casting. <laughs> what do you got for us? What do you got for us? So we're coming out with roughly over a hundred products with over the next couple months. So wow. you know, we continue to push that innovative stuff. Things you know, sling bags or that line gobbler. You know, the, the line spoiler. Take it off with your drill. You know, I know it's mm-hmm. been done before, but we have a smaller, cheaper version. We have so much stuff coming out. It, it's kind of ridiculous, but we do have something big coming out. Uh, Bigger than soon. Uh, ha, right? How do you do that? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can. You can't, I mean, you can't. I mean, but uh, yeah, ICAST, ICAST is going to be uh, interesting for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys drop. I, I've been using the Mega Jaws here the last few weeks. and What do you think about that, Real? It casts a freaking mile. Yeah. <laughs> it, instant, instant, instant wording. It cast a mile. Um, once I got it set, the backlashes are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to run them a little bit hot, so it took me just a few clicks to dial it in. You've got micro clicks to adjust. Um, obviously, you're breaking in your tension. Um, but I set the hook on a uh, on a huge piece of my fence out in the backyard (laughs) just to just to rear back on something with that rod real quick to see what it was all about um it flexed it did what i wanted to um you can really feel the rock and the different things dragging across there um and i've got uh, so i bought the seven three jig rod jig worm rod love it it's uh it's very it's a very responsive rod from what I can tell though so far, light as a feather. Um, that that's probably when I picked up the Cast King Speed Demon Pro Rod for the first time, it was like, holy cow. I mean, it was an instant. This is light. This is the lightest rod I think I've picked up. <clears throat> Set that down. I walked over to the Mega Jaws. We went through you and I went through every reel that you guys had from the uh deadbolt all the way down the mega jaws line and it's it's crazy it's it's the lightest combo i've ever i have ever picked up jason cassidy um who's in the comments tonight he he stopped by last week (laughs) and he picks it up and he's like are you serious holy cow and i mean he's he's like you've already seen him in your dms (laughs) 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 you've already seen him in your dms you know he was he was super stoked on um but yeah the braking system uh the way it opens and closes you've got the four different discs and it's all just it's spider-man crap going on inside there dude and then like i said man it's just it's incredible how far it freaking cast that that's out of the gate the power is there the castability is there and i think there's a lot of people sleeping that need to probably wake up and take a look. And then you guys have just dropped a new reel that I'll let you tell us about too. Yeah. Well, you know, you covered pretty much all of it with that mega jaws elite. That is a ridiculous, ridiculous reel. Um, mm-hmm. That's coming out of our own factory. And that's uh, like, like you said, the castability from it super fast, but uh, along with it, the accuracy, and it's built like a freaking tank. I got a second one just right here for folks at home. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that Mega Jaws Elite. I mean, a lot of people when they so you know it is what it is. All right. A lot of Cast King was of course known for their more affordable options, right? The $30 reels, the $40 reels. That's kind of what put Cast King on the map. Mm -hmm. But now we have elites level stuff because that's the stuff that our pros, our big names, that's what they're using. Uh, right. And so when someone says, well, you know, I, I bought one of your $20 reels and it didn't last. I'm kind of like, you bought one of our twenty dollar reels, <laughs> right. you know, and, and I get it. Right. We're going the opposite way. Normally, you want to start off with the high end and then offer more affordable options. It's, yeah, it's an uphill climb when we started here, and then now here's a three hundred dollar reel, here's a hundred twenty nine dollar reel. But when someone says, "Hey, I really want to give," you know, just like we talked, Chad, you're like, "I really want to give Casking a, a hard shot." Yeah, so I put that reel in your hand. I said, "This is the one you want." Yeah. If you want to give us a try and really see what we're about without breaking the bank, that's it. And you cannot find another $129, $150 reel anywhere close that that's no. in that that performs like that reel. No, I don't think you can. I and I think for the whole setup for to basically be in it, I what near two hundred and fifty dollars, probably mm -hmm. close with taxes uh, for a Speed Demon Pro Rod, and then the Mega Jaws Elite reel. I mean, you're talking. That's some serious hitting. Yeah. Oh, that's what your guys is. That's what your pros are using. Yeah, that's a, that's the same setup they're using. You know, up, up until right now when the new stuff just is getting ready to drop. That's it. And a lot of them they're still using that stuff because that's you know that's what they like to use. Mm -hmm. uh, especially like with our new one, like the MG12. That's pretty. So, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it's so it's real small, right? Really, yeah. really. Small. Chad, did you get the hold one at the? Did I put one of these in your hand? No, there wasn't at Rick. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. But uh, so it's a palm perfect design. You held the Kestrel. If anyone's held the Kestrel, mm -hmm. that's our BFS reel. It's pretty much based off that same little palm perfect design. So uh, this is what James Elam is using. This is what Skeet Reese is using. Uh, Cliff uses mainly his Deadbolt and uh, the Speed Demon Pro Series. And then Brent Chapman uses a lot of the Bassinators and I'm not sure. I, I know he has these. I just I don't know the extent of how much he, if he loves it or not. Mm -hmm. But everyone has absolutely loved them. So it's 4.8 ounces. If you look at that one that you have, that's 6.5. You're saying mm -hmm. how light that one is. I mean, yeah. imagine how 4.8 ounces is going to be. Good it's stiff wind. Like, blow that out of the boat. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like it's not even there. But uh, it's called MG12 from, if you look at the periodic table, the name for mm -hmm. magnesium is mm -hmm. MG12. Mm -hmm. So that's where it came up with the name because it's a full magnesium frame and a uh, carbon fiber side plates. That's how it gets so low. Uh, yep. That's how we were able to get the weight down. Uh, it's got that AMB braking system in it. Yes, sir. So you have two that are lighter springs and then you have your other ones that are like a stiffer, much stiffer spring. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, think of it. The best analogy I've seen is a, a figure skater when they turn in circles, yeah. right? If they spring out, if they put their hands out, it slows them down. So that's pretty much what this is doing. There's not necessarily magnets or any or anything crazy. It's literally just physics. Right. And so it's some just Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, some Spider-Man, you know, it, it's awesome, the technology. And this is our braking system. So you're not going to see that in, in any other reel. But it's a beautiful reel. And these already come with uh, two super speed bearings already in them. So you yep. can replace them if you want, but this reel is an absolute monster. That it is. That it is. And you guys have got more coming, obviously, um, down the road here at, as we move closer to ICAST. But with that being said, I, I think proof's in the pudding. And some people are really going to really gonna start to notice, I think. And it's, it's just, just like meeting you and putting the reels in my hand. It was like, this is this is it. <laughs> and and I, I'll never forget, dude, what I told you when you showed me the deadbolt. And for those of you that don't know what the casking deadbolt reel is, it has no drag. There's no, there's no wheel on the side. That dude is 110%. You said to hook, it's a hundred percent. It is, it is power. It is power at hand. Um, that's, and I'm, I'm going to say it again. It's the key to my heart, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any any man that's ever thrown a jig goes, yeah. I would be 
that I just I got it. I'm not to have one of those. <laughs> Zach needs to Zach needs to touch that one too. Anybody that likes setting the hook, I think a deadbolt's for you. Yeah, Sounds like I'll be riding your boat when I come home. <laughs> if you slam a, a hook set, and you know, especially if you, especially frog, I mean, that's a different feeling on that thing. It's literally just bam, and then you just put that shit. That fish goes on water skis, you know, just to the boat. I mean, there's no give, there's no poise, just boom, and then just you know, play with it in the boat, not in the water. <laughs> that's what we like to say about it but, uh, it, it's an incredible reel and you know again with us having our own factories with us being uh here's what we were what did that nobody can do that went from a piece of paper mm-hmm. idea at icast to 10 months later being in the consumer's hands yeah no company can do that so that's how fast we can move. That's how that's how much we're going to be pushing innovation even more. Um, and, you know, the big push that now we are available retail. Yeah. You know, at the classic, I was at sport. I was working sportsman's warehouse, uh, moving product for, uh, for casket. And so you're going to see us more retail. Um, your local tackle shops, if they use either Big Rock or Pittman Creek, that's who our mm-hmm. distributors are. And that's who we use. But we're seeing more and more of us. That's going to be cool, man. It's going to be cool. And it's always good to have fresh faces in fishing. I think it's time. It's time for some fresh faces. Let's get yeah. back to you, though, dude. <laughs> Let's get back to you. All right. Where in the heck did Bait and Bougie come from? Oh, man. So you remember that song of Bad and Bougie? Migos. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a play off of that back in 2016, 17, whenever I made the name. Um, but the account stayed stagnant for a long time. I stopped mm-hmm. just life and dealing with, uh, you know, stuff. And then March 10th, uh, last year mm-hmm. when I, I was like, you know, it, you saw it, you just saw it all over the place. Reels, oh. reels, 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 post reels, post reels. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And it kind of just, uh, boom took off. You know, I found a, I found a rhythm. I found what works for me. And here, you know, a lot of things is that I post so much continuously. Like people think uh, I have special apps or I have a team, and it, it literally takes me minimal effort. And minimal effort. I don't use a special app for editing. You know, people ask me what app do you use? What this? I edit everything right there in Instagram. Each post takes me five, ten minutes max, max, on the high side. But yeah, I. It doesn't take much, but I found what works and I just buckled down and start, start doing it. Yeah. I think for anybody that really truly wants to know the truth, I mean, Zach and I, if it wasn't, I mean, we built ourselves through our phones, built yeah. ourselves once and built ourselves again, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing what you can do with a little palm computer. It is, you know, people, uh, you hear it, hear it all the time. Well, I don't have time or I don't have a camera. You know, I have a mirrorless Sony camera and I never use it. You know, um, unless you're doing something, Chad, you understand, unless you're doing something focused, detailed for a specific company. But if it's just me, my phone is just fine for social mm-hmm. media. I just snap it real quick, edit it. It's just going to get compressed and look like crap anyways on instagram so you know so there's no point in pulling out the mirrorless camera and doing all this editing when so yeah, talking about your frequency of your post like you're sitting around and this is like light bulb kick on it's like oh that i mean because you're you're working too and then it's like i got an idea sometimes it's i got an idea or sometimes if it's like say it's sunday afternoon you know relaxing just had lunch after church and whatnot, and you're just hit sitting around. Sometimes I'll just get that that gerbil starts running. And if if I'm in a creative mood, I will sit there and in an hour have everything laid out for the entire week. That's awesome. If it just starts turning. And I've learned that if I'm in that mood, if I'm in that mind space, then I need to sit my butt down and get it done. Yeah. And I'll also yeah. stop myself. If I'm scrolling aimlessly, I'll stop. Like, all right, no ideas are coming. You know what I mean? Just 
I'm being a zombie right now. I need to just keep working. <laughs> Zach has rabbits and I have squirrels. <laughs> You've got gerbils. <laughs> yeah, I got a gerbil in there. Welcome yeah. to that. Welcome to that brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, tell us. I mean, dude, you come up with some wild stuff. I have to admit, <laughs> I you know, it's great. So that's another thing, you know, be yourself on social yeah. media because you can smell through the BS a mile away. Um, and these jokes I crack, the way I do stabby, that's really how I am. And I mean, it takes a certain, you know, of course, my comedy, sometimes people think I'm pushing the limits on purpose or I'm doing this and that or I'm trying to be controversial. Like, no. You know, like if you're having, so think about it. This is another play on it. Look at your group text between you and your closest friends. What are you sharing each other? Mm. It's not a picture of me <laughs> holding a, you know, a one pound bass going, you know, shout out to all my sponsors. You know, that that's not, that's not what's happening. You no. know, it's something right. relatable. It's something funny. It's something inappropriate, probably, you know? Most likely Most inappropriate. Likely. Yeah. So, if you want stuff that's going to be shared, you want stuff that's going to go quote unquote viral or take off or be, it's got to be relatable, shareable content. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I still think um, it, to that too, there, there's still a place. For people that just want to be creative, I think yes. if I look at my feed and, and, and something might not take off and I'm okay with it. I've, I've reached the okay with it because it's what I like to do. Like if I, if I take my Sony or Zach takes his Sony out, we, we enjoy filming that way, but it's for us to build that type of content is what makes us genuinely happy. And I think for people, that's the, one of the things that, I would tell anybody is make something that makes you happy because at, at the end of the day, creating content's creating art. It's creating something that other people see either makes them happy. We hope it makes them happy. I guess that mm -hmm. would be my, my wish that anybody that looked at something that I made, it makes them happy. And I don't look like a, don't sound like a douchebag or don't put anybody down um, in a way that makes them feel in a negative space. No, you're 100% right. You have to love what you do. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, um, but you can tell who has a passion for it and who doesn't. Yeah. That's why if you're not funny, don't try to be funny. No. If you're not a, you know, like you guys are, you guys have a certain look, a feel. And if you can't accomplish that correctly or you're just trying to mimic other things, we could see that too. Yep. Yeah. You know, it, it really exposes the ones that are doing it because they love it and the ones that are doing it for the wrong reasons, i.e. money or followers or sponsorships or stuff like that. You, you can see it and you can smell it a mile away. Yep. I would agree. I would agree. We all see it. And the ones that, that reek of it, reek of it bad. Most generally. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's, that's the hard part. And you know, at the second, usually that the conversation starts, like you said, uh, what was it? Zach, you might remember this. It takes so many seconds. For it The brain registers a negative comment instantly, but it takes, I can't remember if it's 15 seconds for the brain to register a positive thought because we're so used to negative thoughts. So, you know, usually you can tell pretty quick if somebody's pretty negative, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, being on the marketing team, I'll deal with quite a few personalities to say the oh, least yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. a lot of uh, some some anglers are a lot more high maintenance than others yes <laughs> they're a little more bougie <laughs> yeah a little, a, little, a little too bougie more bougie than i am but uh <laughs> yeah you know you could just you could just feel it a lot of times it's you know do they you know do they pass the vibe check <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> you know i mean the professional the professional term would be this i guess the sniff test you know like already I don't know if we can call that a professional term yeah, in 23, right. but yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I every time I hear that, I'm like, okay, I try to keep it off. I, I'm on. 
Back to the inappropriate. Back to the inappropriate stuff that I cannot say. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, dude. They pretty much, they pass the vibe check, and if they don't vibe right, then it's there's something there. Yeah, I mean, with with everything going on everywhere, you know, from geopolitical to my day to day, I don't have time for the negativity. Mm-mm. I've only got time for positive people who are ready to make stuff happen. You know, yeah, no, no time for negative Nancys in this world. No, because it's easy. It's easy to get caught up in that negativity. And, you know, at the end of the day, you start arguing with someone, you're both not going to change your your minds. You're just going to be angry. No, and all that time you sit around complaining or being negative about junk, you could have got something accomplished and, you know, made something positive out of the situation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's a big thing I tell a lot of the brand ambassadors. Like, you got to cut it. Cut out the... Our, our, our chest beating negativity um you know listen to me only it's like dude gotta nobody. cut that out there's too much of that yeah nobody too much of that. that nobody cares but you know with that being said and, and kind of one other thing i think that i would state um as far as fishing archery kayaks boats whatever you want to say sunglasses if you don't think all these guys talk to each other, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so name dropping does nobody no good because no. we all know each other um, fairly well. And if we don't, we're meeting each other constantly, especially at these shows and dinners and different things like that that go on. The after. industry is the industry is way smaller than most folks think it would be. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's tiny, tiny. Because then it's a lot of, wait, how do you know that person? Wait, yeah. how do you guys know each other? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that, a lot of that. Tons of it. And so, looking, planning ahead, man, for you, for yourself, what are you getting into this summer for you, man? How are you going to re- max and relax? What are you fishing? What are you doing? Yeah, that's a. Good question. So we're going to take our travel trailer, you know, the beauty of uh, working remotely, take our travel trailer out to San Diego for, uh, we got a, we got an RV park right there on the beach. Mm-hmm. So, nice. and of course, you know, through, I guess one of the pluses of social media, I got buddies already down there that said they got their spare kayaks are ready for me, mm-hmm. you know, so that's probably what I'm going to be doing a little bit of that. If uh, one of the kids wants to go out on one of the larger boats, <laughs> Then, uh, you know, maybe some of that, but, uh, mainly, mainly it's, it, I wanted to start hitting a lot of new waters, mm-hmm. you know, I started doing a lot of the research into fisheries and what's getting stocked and, you know, that's a rabbit hole to really go on, especially some of oh. a lot of these small town, um, public lakes, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're like, what do you mean they put F1s in there back in, you know, 1992 or something like that you know this is a huge rabbit hole to go underneath so i want to hit a lot of new waters a lot of small public waters that are uh, a little south of me so cool uh, that's the plan fishing that'd be cool any tournaments or anything like that going on or you you just (laughs) staying away from that because that's that's too much work related yeah uh you know because people that ones that don't compete it's they, they don't understand how how much pressure preparation time and when when i'm already working it and then at the same time i'm also doing my own stuff throwing yep. in that now is that to say that i won't we'll see you know i'm always down to be a co-angler you know if someone calls and say hey, you want to co-angler i'm always down to do that yep. uh, as far as getting on some trails you know that that's not necessarily something i want to deal with right now i understand <laughs> man that there, there, even for me, man, there's days where it's just nice to go out, leave the camera. I'll have my cameras in my truck and I'll leave them in my truck. And it's just, I'm just going out there for me sometimes. And I need that break because I, there's times when you, when you do this 365 days a year, like it is for us, you need to remember why you love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just clear the head. Don't think about anything else, but what's right in front of you. Yep. Remember why you love it. And I think that's the key. If anybody's looking for the key to not burn out in this sport and not get tired of fishing and go, I quit. I'm going to take a little break. 
it's go out and just have fun. Try that sometime. It, it's amazing what it'll do. Drink a beer in your boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best thing you could ever do. I, you know, I've had days, man, and I, I feel like you've probably guys had these too, man. It's just like you're out there, you're cruising around, you're fishing, you're fishing, you're fishing, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm just going to stand here, sit here in the boat and just rock with the waves and just stare out into the abyss for a little bit. And it's pretty good. It is. You know, there's a few times where I'll be up a creek or river, you know, just frustrated because, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not catching them or anything, but but uh, then I'll just like once it gets stressful, like you said, and I'm not having fun. Then it's mm -hmm. time I'll just turn on my little Bluetooth radio and you know to listen to yeah. music and just enjoy you know the trees and going upstream and just start relaxing watching the wildlife and start having fun again start you know scrolling instagram when you got the motor just going you know going down the bank <laughs> and it's just relaxing but i guess that's also a good uh way to tell if i had a good day or a bad day if right exactly and, and for zach in the hunting space if you fall asleep and have a good nap you really don't yeah. know if it was a good day or a bad day yeah or if i've ate all my snacks by noon and i'm taking a nap on the side of the mountain we probably didn't hear any elk bugle so <laughs> but it was a good day yeah oh yeah it's always it was a good day, day. i Can't think those views there's just something about the endorphins that that kick in when you're outside and just let off those good vibes. You just breathe that fresh air. Nineties children growing up. Yeah, it's just something about being outside, man. It's just mm -hmm. good thing. It's just good times. It's yeah. where you belong out in the streets till the lights come on. Exactly right. Yeah. Jay, see, we got we did have one question for you. You got a question from the audience. Uh any retailers in Canada there? Yeah. Ooh, that's not something I'm 100% sure on. Um, yeah, that's a different, uh, but I could find out for you. You probably uh, got a dealer, dealer locator deal on the website or no? No, not yet. That's uh, not okay. still something yeah. we're still working on with our, once we gain more retailers, but right. You know, Canada. Jason Cassidy says today's podcast is brought to you by Black Diaper Company. Actually, today's podcast was brought to you by Water. <laughs> high quality h2o when you're around sparkling good people, water sparkling water. See? <laughs> everybody's drinking water today on today's podcast i got a i got a little salt in mine a little little sea salt um i'm on the uh i'm on the cleanse kick i want since i come back from red crest I, i'm i'm on the water kick till october oh wow <laughs> i won't make it that far <laughs> <by> yourself <laughs> i'm about three days away uh, we got a Jackson kayak. I got a Jackson kayak fun tour. I got Jackson kayak tournaments. I'll be back before <laughs> in a few days. So, but uh, man, well, we appreciate you being on here, and I don't want to take up more of your time. Um, I wish we had the clogging guy to like send us out. <laughs> that, that you know, stuff like that we can do. We can do being a challenger brand, and him having that Tennessee, <laughs> you know, Tennessee, Tennessee mixed with a. Bill Dance, it was awesome having up there. He was a big hit. That took that. that there was a, a lot of people. Crowd. That yeah. dude blew up out of nowhere. <laughs> he is just as a. He's he's a really good guy. He's awesome. Oh, I bet. Really I bet. Nice was. I, I I can imagine the experience for him is just. He oh, humbling. This was his first anything that big, like uh, as far as on the outdoors fishing world, right? And I was so I walked him around a little bit, and once people kept stopping him, I was like, "All right, you know, you're on your own." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he was just like, "This is." I was just trying to explain to him how I'm like, "This is the classic." I mean, you got to hear about it, right? It's the classic. Yeah, words cannot describe the classic. That's awesome, and I'm sure he had a blast too. He probably, I mean, I just can't imagine. I mean, it looked like a party, dude. <laughs> it looked like a party. I, I was texting Jameson. And I was like, "We should be at the classic." It looks like it looks like a party, man. <laughs> so, uh, in a way, we'll be there next year. Yeah, for that's sure. That's our goal. For that's sure. our goal. Um, but yeah. So, with that being said, dude, I'm gonna let you thank the people you need to thank. Um, tell people where to find you more on the socials. 
Um, tell them how to get some casking. Yeah, for sure. Hey, so first off, let me plug my uh, social medias, but it's bait and bougie bait underscore n underscore bougie on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. I'm on TikTok a little here and there, but uh, that's where I'm uh, most active. But casking.com is pretty much the place where you can get everything that we offer. Yeah, we if you do have Amazon, then that's great too, because Amazon Prime will get it to you within two days. Check everything out. Be also sure to subscribe and follow everything that Casking's got going on on all of our different <laughs> social media cha- channels. And uh, of course, thank you to Orion Coolers for having me on the show. I really appreciate that. And everyone, the sponsors, Basco. All right. Only Bass. Only Bass. <laughs> Some of the greatest wear, super comfortable. And you cannot ask anything from a nicer company, from a great person. Yep, Absolutely great love person. them. And also, uh, shout out to Omega Custom Tackle. They've helped me out a lot this year, getting me a lot of my jigs and spinner baits and everything. So, appreciate that. And uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, guys. Well, we will be back here on the uh, Jackson Kayak slash Orion Podcast Network. We've got a Thursday nighter. Uh, Jackson Kayak Doc Talk will be back in studio. So, Tune in, meet with us 8 p.m. Thursday night for Jackson Kayak Doc Talk, Orion Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Jose, for being here. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, See you guys.